Building a six-figure social media marketing agency does not mean that you're going to take home six figures. It does not mean that you're going to get a Lambo or make a million dollars. Basically, what it means is if you're lucky, you've been able to build yourself a full-time job. I have seen folks from Iman Ghazi and a million others talk about how to build a successful six-figure agency, but they're not telling you the truth. Whether they're giving you all the onboarding stuff, which is valuable, and they're telling you, you don't even need to satisfy the work because you can outsource all of it. And you've got other folks that are eagerly blowing up your DMs to get you more clients. There is one simple truth that none of them are telling you. That's not actually how you're gonna make seven figures as a media buyer. So, let me tell you actually how to do it in three simple steps. Today, I'm gonna show you how to make seven figures as a media buyer based on what I have done and give you my real world experience and things that I have taught people to do for years inside the Facebook Ads MBA program. So today, I'm gonna show you how to make seven figures as a media buyer in three simple steps based on what I've done with my career and what I've taught people how to do inside the Facebook Ads MBA program and Disruptor School. So by the way, if you wanna know more about the Facebook Ads MBA program, there's a QR code, you can scan it and it'll bring you to the VSL to learn all of the things that you need to know. So that being said, let's get into it because today, today we're gonna make money. So let's start with step one. This is the foundation. We're going to craft a progressive pricing model. Now, 10 years ago when I did this, I started at $500 a month, flat fee. Now I hear you, I hear you, but hold on a minute. We're gonna unpack this some more. My initial business model focused on volume and building a portfolio. I strategically undercharged and over-delivered, providing comprehensive media buying services to a wide range of small clients. So let me talk about the realistic outcome of this. This strategy enabled me to quit my day job and achieve a six-figure income, and it laid the groundwork for a successful and sustainable business model. Now, all of that came with one little twist. So let me tell you about the realistic outcome and then how we got there. Well, my first client, I charged them $500. That we've already established. But here's the thing. For each new client, I raised the price. By my fifth client, I was charging them $1,000 a month. Again, flat fee. But more importantly, this incremental increase reflected the increasing value of my time and my skills. And full transparency, I was doing this at my desk, at my day job, while I was actually still earning 50 to 75,000 a year, spending like a million a day as the supervisor at Omnicom. Uh, wild times. So here's the key decision. Once I reached five clients, I went back to my first client and I told them that Basically, I had a new rate, and it was essential to align their pricing with my current price of services. And if they declined, then I respectfully moved on. 500 bucks to $1,000 is basically saying, am I worth an extra 15 bucks a day? And to be completely fair, if I'm not, then you should fire me. And if you can't afford it, there are people who can, and it hurts me to continue to satisfy working with you when there's somebody else. The beauty here is that I don't have to scale my workload. And once we start getting to a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, and you keep a portfolio of say four or five clients, you're easily, easily, 
starting to push. But the thing is, you don't have to constantly be hiring new people and outsourcing a whole bunch of work, which basically steals all of your upside. You don't have to give away most of the money, which is where most people get things wrong. They talk about acquire as many clients as you can and you can outsource that work and all that stuff. Outsourcing work costs money. You become a glorified salesperson. When you're the one doing the work, you get better at the work. You also get better at being able to talk about the work and you get to keep 100% of the money. And it really is a lot easier. And the honest truth is, it's a lot easier to work on a business that you charge 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 a month to. That work is a lot less than the business that you're charging $500 a month to. Because the people that can only afford $500 a month don't have the evergreen efforts. They don't know their numbers. They can't afford it. Every single penny needs to pay tenfold back or they're gonna go out of business. The point isn't that you're getting good clients at $500. The point is that you're making sure that your calendar is full and you're getting experience in the execution and the communication and the project management. And as soon as you level up, you either bring them with you or you say goodbye. And at that point, at that point, sure, offboard them to one of your homies that's behind you on this list and basically say, I'm a thousand bucks a month. I know I signed you at 500. I have a friend that will do it for 650. Now you just made your buddies some work and you can let them pay you like 10% a month for the first year. And these clients are going to continue to be maintained, but you're paying that contract forward while earning more money for your time. The point is you're getting paid more per hour without having to do more work. Because the honest truth is, no media buyer is ever paid what they're worth. More about that in a little bit. So now that we've established the beginning, let's get to part two. All right, so part two on how to make seven figures as a media buyer. This is a strategic change. Now up to this point, we've been charging 500 bucks a month and basically everybody knew we charge a little bit more. Maybe it's 500. 600, 750, 850, 1,000. We go back to that 500 and say, hey, look, uh, I'm now 1,000 bucks. Do you want to jump on board? Yes or no? And they say, kick rocks, fine. Or do you double their contract because you're worth at least $15 a day. And yes, I know that's only 450 bucks. We can keep the math slightly general to make the points today. But as soon as you get that $1,500 client, you go back to the $600 person and say, hey, that's my new rate. And either you massively ramp up your earnings per client or you just earn more money for your time and you only need a little over $16.50 a month per client to make $100,000. But I know this is about making a million. But my point to that is those six-figure social media agencies, you can do that on like five clients part-time, especially if you're using like one campaign structure and you're using broad targeting dynamic creatives, that's like maybe eight to 10 hours a week of work to earn a six-figure income. And that's including client conversations and building reports and stuff. That's what we teach in the MBA program. That's why it becomes so easy to level up. So when we're leveling up, this is what we do next. So now we move from the flat rate where we then renegotiate afterwards to maturing contracts. Part two is the game changer. This is growth through maturing contracts. Now this is something I came up with about two years after what I did before. And basically what I was doing before was great, 
but I was keeping some of the same clients and I realized I had kind of capped out and I couldn't earn more unless I was selling people more. And then I got into this weird space about charging money based on ad spend, which is a great idea right up until you realize basically now you're motivated to take as much credit for everybody else's work as possible. And then you price yourself out of the business. How many times have you seen people that run performance marketing agencies that take a commission on ad spend, performance objectives that basically become so expensive while providing a complete commodity skill that's easily replaceable and they get fired because they did a good job. And let's be fair, doing a good job is basically the bare minimum entry-level work that takes a couple hours a week, maybe. And if you're charging somebody $10,000, $15,000 a month because their business model is successful and you just happen to land them, they're going to fire you for somebody doing this work. So... What's a maturing contract? Well, I'm glad you asked. This model is all about proving and then enhancing my value over time. And before I tell you how it gets done, the realistic outcome was that instead of maybe making six figures, I was able to get to a quarter to half a million dollars a year. Again, on four to six clients. Now, that comes with a little bit of a twist. And also, this is when maybe you should consider potentially having one other person on your team because you can begin to force multiply those individuals. So let me tell you how we do it. So the strategic approach here is starting at around 3000 a month. For whatever reason, that seems to be the inflection point when everybody that follows this transitions from the I'm going to charge the next person more to maturing contracts because eventually you get to the point where you're dealing with really good businesses and you just want to work with the same people over and over and get paid more, but not in a way where you price yourself out of even being effective to them and where you're ultimately not a commodity, so you're not replaceable. That's part of the key. But what does that contract look like? Well... I'll tell you, every three or four months, if I'm charging you $3,000 a month, I'm gonna increase my price by $500. That's in the contract. It basically says, I sign you at 3,000. If I'm good in four months, I'm gonna charge you an extra 500 bucks a month. If you know that going forward and there's a flat rate with no performance incentive and I'm basically hiring myself as an employee where you don't have to pay taxes on it and I'm underpriced still because I'm still far less than you would pay somebody internally and I'm basically baking in a raise where every four months I can go to you and say am I worth $15 a day more than I was before my job is now no longer can I take an attribution model that shows how much of your success I should take credit for so that I can ultimately price myself out of this relationship no now it's Am I essential enough that you think I'm worth 15 bucks a day? If you're doing your job right, people are stoked when this happens. And so, and it also avoids the conversation of the monthly reminder of how predatory your existing business model was on charging a commission, right? Where you're saying, well, this is my flat rate, plus this is how much of the ad spend we had based on these reporting models, because every single phone call that we had and every single report started with, here are all the KPIs, here's your ROAS, here much credit for your success I deserve because your growth and your dream and your ability to execute your entire business is completely dependent on me, which is nonsense and selfish and myopic and why so many of the cost cap bros constantly churn through clients and why so many people that are still new to all of this need a sales team 
The beauty of this is you don't need a sales team. You just need to be good enough to earn $15 a day more in 100 days from now. This incremental approach makes the increased rates very palatable because it's also written in stone. Basically, if I do a really good job, by the end of the year, you're gonna be paying me 50 bucks a day more. And if I'm the person running your ads, am I worth an extra 50 bucks a day? Probably. Now the beauty of that is, if you're doing that across multiple accounts, let's say it's four of them. Well, you just went from charging 3,000 across four accounts, which right there, $12,000 a month, 144,000 a year. You just added 6K a month to it. You're now basically doing a quarter million dollars a year on four accounts with no sales team, not needing to outsource anything. And you can do this in less than 10 hours a week. That's phenomenal. And there's no reason that you can't add maybe one other client, maybe have those contracts work for another year, keep that going for a year or two, you're gonna easily be in the five, $600,000 range. Now, if you decide to bring on somebody to work for you, you can begin to outsource it where you could break even. You could, you could pay your employee $3,000 to come on board because every good media buyer knows that they're getting underpaid by everybody that hires them. The big agencies you see where they're charging 30, 40, $50,000 a month, they might charge that much to each individual client. They might charge that much to each individual client and then they'll have a media buyer who we're paying them 75K a year and they're working on seven accounts. That person's actually only making like $800 a month from each account. What if you paid them double and you split the money 50-50? What if you paid them quadruple? And at the very beginning, they basically earned it for free. And if they kept the client and you managed them well, by the end of the year, you're earning an extra $1,500 a month profit. What if you get them four clients? That's 6,000. What if you get two people? That's $12,000 a month extra for you to basically not really do much of anything. But you don't have to worry about the quality control. You don't have to worry about the sales because you're still growing organically because now you're doing good work, the majority of the business you get comes from a reputation of actually having integrity, which is gonna put you aside from like 99% of the people that do this work. We've waxed poetic here a little bit around how to go from $500 a month to $500,000 a year in a system that's really easy and doesn't require a sales team and massive leads and having to outsource a whole bunch of work. Like one person could legitimately do that. Like if you started today, by the end of this year, you're probably earning $150,000, $250,000. And by the end of the year after that, you're easily pushing close to half a million. And you're working part-time. Like that's amazing. Now, remember I said, no media buyer ever actually gets paid with their worth. That's a quote that comes from Hank Azaria. And he was a guest on the Mark Marin podcast. And it really stuck out to me when I heard this. And basically, it's referencing this point. Now, to be fair, it's a bastardization of a quote. He wasn't talking about media buyers. He was talking about himself. Hank Azaria is one of the voices on The Simpsons. Now, let's say Hank earns $10 million a year to go into a vocal booth for like two weeks. You're like, oh my God. You make $10 million a year and you work like part-time for two weeks. That's incredible. That's the best job ever. That's amazing. He's wildly overpaid for his time, but he's also getting robbed blind. And here's why. 
If he's one-fifth of all of the voices of The Simpsons, and The Simpsons is a billion-dollar industry, and he's getting paid, say, $10 million on several billion dollars, all of a sudden he's not getting paid close to what he's worth. And the bottom line is this. It is impossible to get paid the right amount. It is a completely subjective view. So what you need to do is prove your worth so that basically when it comes time to charge more money, the person on the other end says, Oh my God, that's it? Sure, done. The awkward conversation is more just uncomfortable because they already said yes. I've gotten it to the point doing this where my yes rate on increased pricing is like 98%. Because nobody's ever like, oh my God, I can't afford $15 a day more. We're done. And honestly, if we do get to that point, that means that I'm not doing a good job. Because my only real job at that point is now every single day to prove that I'm underpriced. That is a very easy thing to prove, especially when you're not billing on something like ad spend, where you, when you're not billing on something that's really predatory, like ad spend based off of Facebook ROAS, which is one of the most illegitimate and intellectually dishonest billing models possible because it lines the agency and complete opposite ends of definition of success with the client. More on that later. So let me talk to you about the third step here because this, this is where we get to seven figures. So how to make seven figures as a media buyer part three. This goes beyond media buying. This is the strategic partnership model. This ultimately means that you are no longer asking me to just spend your ad dollars. I'm providing you insight and services above and beyond just being a media buyer. Because remember, if your whole job is to spend somebody else's money on Facebook, there is somebody that will work for half of what you charge that'll do just about as good or better. If you are only providing a commodity skill, then you are easily replaceable, especially with globalization. And to be fair, if some kid in a third world country can speak your language, they can do a better job than you for a tenth of the price. And that makes you basically dead in the water outside of your sales team. And then you're going to live and die by your sales team. And then you go down the rabbit hole. Well, all I need is a better sales team. All I need is more leads. All I need to do is compete with other people because you can't actually keep your clients. So what is the strategic partnership model? Well, we'll get to that in a second. But let me tell you the realistic outcome that you can expect. And what I've gotten to doing this personally, and I'm actively doing it right now. Like I have a couple businesses that I'm doing this with. Now, in my last video about how I made a million dollars in 2023, I talked about my brand builder agency. Well, this is what we're doing. And currently, like as of today, we're taking somebody in six months, they're going to go from roughly 300 bucks a day to a million dollar a month run rate. And it's something that I do once or twice a year. And I have done basically every single year for five or six years because I'm so much more than just a media buyer. So... What does that mean? They're never gonna fire me. And what am I doing for them? Well, a lot more than just pushing buttons. So the realistic outcome you can expect at this pace, this is where you get to the seven figure income. This is where you can start to get to the 10 to $20,000 a month per client at a minimum. And you're not charging a commission or a performance incentive saying how much of their success is correctly responsible for something you can take credit for, which is again, 
ridiculous because a media buyer doesn't scale a business. A good business scales the ad spend for a media buyer to use. Most people have this completely backwards. And to be completely transparent, this also got me into a place where not only was I earning seven figures, I was also starting to get equity deals and businesses have become partners. Like many of you know, some of the big brands that I've done this with, like with Under Outfit, you know, they came into Disruptor School doing 50K a month. And by the beginning of 2023, we were doing a million a week. You can't pay somebody any equal amount of money going back to Hank Azaria's point. So what does that actually look like you're gonna be doing on a regular basis? What's the strategic approach to your relationship? Well, let me tell you, at this stage, your focus is more around being a strategic growth partner. You are inserting yourself as CMO, even if they have one. You're looking way past just what kind of credit can I let Facebook take? for the success of the business. You're moving way past silly things like audiences and attribution and cost cap hacks because you don't care anymore. Your bread's getting buttered by a business actually being successful, not how much credit for their success you can take. You start to take a look at, well, if I make Facebook really stable on the front end and we work on the offer construction and the second purchase rate and leveraging other channels that are under leveraged at this point, like are we spending as much money as we should on Amazon? Are we as aggressive as we should be on email? Are we properly leveraging search? Are we doing landing page tests in a way that makes sense? Are we promoting five different offers when one of them makes the business the most amount of money? Why are we doing all of these things that don't actually help the business and most of the time the reason that businesses are doing that is because they have myopic definition of success business partners i.e ad agencies with a flat rate who take a commission based on how much credit for the success of that business they can take when you go from having complete antithetical alignments based on the definition of success to being a part of that growth you are no longer a liability to the balance sheet you are no longer building your business model on how much credit for everybody else's success you can take. Instead, you become an irreplaceable part of the team. You're not a commodity, you're a partner. Now in my business, the way that works is we have Facebook ads and BA grads that work on the day-to-day -day operation of the ad account. And I work with them to manage the ad account as successfully and as strategically optimal as possible for the finance department of the business. I also work with my business partner on the business model and the operations and the CMO efforts and the CRO efforts and the Google and the email and the offer construction and the CX and the UX to make sure that those customers are worth more money, that they're buying more often, that we're spending our money on the things with the best PSM for the growth of the business because ultimately we all have one client and it's the finance department of the business. If the finance department is happier, we all make more money. We are all now completely aligned in one singular North star make the finance department happy that removes so much of the drama and ego and lack of clarity that honestly permeates and defines the vast majority of operators in our field and the other side of this is you can't be good at that unless you've taken all of the steps along the way one of the beauties of charging $500 a month is that you work with a million different businesses and you work with a lot of different operators and you get to make a ton of mistakes and see things that work and try them out in a bunch of different places.
Then when we start going to those maturing contracts, you start to see what works and get closer to the C-suite team of more successful businesses. Again, you get to learn what works and try it out in new places and also adapt from other people's failures as well as your own. And then when it comes time to be a strategic partner for the growth of the business, with the finance department basically being everybody on the team, including the founder's primary client, then you can take all of those learnings and say, well, these are things that work. Whereas before you would say, well, we have to make sure that the email team doesn't take too much credit for this effort. And we have to, well, we have a creative shop in-house, so we need to make sure that we're pounding out as many of those things so we don't lose that contract. And, well, we are also doing some landing page tests, but we're also finding the product with the best first order profitability so that our report every month looks good enough so that we don't get fired. You can throw all of that out the window because you're no longer operating from a place of myopic intellectually dishonest insecurity now you've gone from being a liability and a commodity to a partner those contracts for my business look different for every one of the people that we work with because the definition of success for every one of those business models is different but they all have one singular thing in common we are a part of why this business is growing because we are doing a lot more than just spending your money. And what we earn for that partnership has a lot more to do with the growth of the business. So today I'm gonna to give you one example of one of those contracts. We're making a flat fee. For today's purposes, let's say it's $10,000. We're also earning 10% beyond a margin above the expectation of earnings. Basically, if you think the company is gonna do a million dollars this year, and working with us, you do 1.5. Well, let's say maybe there's a 5% gap of, hey, look, that may or may not happen, and you've earned 1,050,000, great. But by the time we get to 1,100,000, well, we beat the expectation by like 10%. We get a piece of that beating of the expectation because our value can be shown in the incremental lift to the bottom line of the business. And if you go in to unpack why all of these things happen, it's almost always because you helped on the offer construction, because you helped with the consumer flow, made a better user experience. You focused your marketing dollars, not trying to sell anything with the first order profitability and instead focused on rejectable and repeatable cash flow models. You've moved from ROAS to PSM. You've stopped trying to work everything on a cost cap for day one profitability and instead focused on second purchase rate in LTV. You've begun to look at the business as an investment portfolio and not as a way to take as much credit and spend as much money as possible so that you get the best commission before you get fired. I'll say this, those relationships that I have in those business models tend to last for years. I've got one client where literally we hop on a call maybe once every couple of months. And they pay me a couple thousand dollars a month just for it. So I'm going to end it with this. There are a lot of ways to make your revenue numbers look good. But what we talked about today was to make your bank account look better. And how you can position yourself with pricing and with offering to leverage your skills to ultimately be worth more money in a way that is very palatable and indefensible.
because you are no longer going to try to define your success is how much money you can charge as a commodity. Instead, you are going to bring undeniable value. And as you get better at it, you're going to earn more money. And this is a system that will bring you in the reps, that will bring you in the reputation, and will ultimately lead you to a point that I can proudly say that I'm at and have been for years, and almost everybody I work with can say the same. There is no sales department. There are no salespeople. There's no lead gen effort. There's no extreme effort to try to land more clients all the time and hire more people. You don't need to. You don't need to spend all of your hard money trying to make sure that you need to bring in more business because your business is predicated on making sure that people realize that you're overcharging so you get fired. Instead, you are an underpriced, over-delivering partner that is attached to growing businesses, that is earning more money, not because you're doing more work, but because you can point to the value of your relationship. And you've been upfront and aligned with the client the entire time. Honestly, I'm shocked that this is such a disruptive and contrarian business model because I've accidentally started six and seven figure agencies at my desk working for other companies multiple times. When you build your business based off of having integrity, your pockets get lined pretty quick. And I'll end it on this note. One of the easiest ways to attract attention is to be loud and boisterous to make as many false promises as possible and to cite all sorts of fancy made up things. But the way to actually earn true wealth is to have easily projectable, stable sources of income and investments with a positive return. I don't need a sales department, neither do you. I don't run lead gen ads, you don't have to either. The bottom line is, if you're actually good at what you do, You'll never have to deal with any of that mess ever again. And you'll make a lot more money than you ever have, working a lot less than you ever have. And that is what this is all about. More success and less stress. With that being said, um, thank you guys so much. The results that so many of you have had and the showering of love that I've seen on this channel has been overwhelming. And until next week, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.